And ladies and gentlemen, welcome today. It is November 25th, 2019. You are watching the third episode of the Craft Brews Quarterbacks. Wow, congratulations. To my left, ladies and gentlemen, he played varsity basketball for Shawnee Heights, or should I say, he's Shawnee White's Aaron Wheatley. Wow. Hey, hey. Ah, ah, yes, insane. absolutely. He's a KU fan, but he also has a tight ass. Grant Waters, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> tight ass, Grant. And before I mention our host, we have a special guest. He's here to talk about beer. He's fairly cute and he likes the Rockies. Mer Vargas. Nice. You're pretty hot. <laughs> Take your hat off. I fucking hate it. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, aside from me. We have a nice host. He looks like Andy Dalton and Ron White combined if they had a baby. That's right, folks. Andrew Latrell, the pod father. And I'm your yeah, I'm your announcer, Aaron Main. Humble. The notorious, yes. Very humble. Okay, guys. Third episode. Didn't know we would make it this far. Uh, feedback has been great from all of our people. Almost 200 likes on our Facebook. We are now available on Spotify. So you don't have to look at our faces and listen to the audio. And to listen to the audio. I look like shit. That's right. So, <laughs> um, he's got a cute haircut, though. I think you. Yeah. We appreciate the feedback. Keep sharing. Keep reacting. Keep commenting. Uh, we're gonna use as much material as possible from the social media to get on the show. Uh, and Google won't let us advertise due to Aaron Man's mouth and beer. So that's very valid. So we're gonna have to rely on our audience to kind of get the word out. Um, but we really appreciate it. And keep listening, because we're having a great time doing it, and we love bringing this to you. So, uh, Grant, if you'd pass the mic to Mervin over there, so we yep, can get we'll kind do. Of some kind of the, get some info on these beers. Well, uh, I brought two to you guys. Uh, I guess the first one that we're going to try is the Oak Spear by New Belgium. Uh, so, far left, boys, Oak Spear. It's like fucking Christmas, but I'm drinking cow piss. Oh, that's gross. Oh boy, it is yeah. It is. I don't dislike it. It is a. It's a. It's a stronger. I don't dislike it. It's a stronger beer because it does have that collaboration with Knob Creek. Um, uh, it's a super limited release. Actually, they age this in bourbon barrel style in in bourbon barrels. So that's why, uh, you're getting those that spike that that kick in the in the beginning. I quite like it. The taste is crazy. It's something I have to get used to. Something you get acquired to. But uh, Ooh, that not aftertaste is starting to hit. Never mind. It was fine at first, but now I feel like shitting. Nine <laughs> uh, percent alcohol volume is that correct? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, this couple of these get you knocked on your ass. Let's get some ratings, Merv. How about you? You brought it. Let's. What's your rating? Uh, one to ten. One to ten. I I give this a, a good six. It's an acquired taste, but if you like it, it's something that you know I'm not going to hate you for it. Right. For sure. Absolutely. I feel like these are all beer all beers that I'm not going to drink till I'm like 45, 50. So, <laughs> Fair I got enough. a good, you know, 25 years, but out of 10, what do you get? Yeah, 1 to 10. Uh, I mean, it wasn't that bad, honestly. I'd probably say 6, 6 and a half coming from a guy who doesn't like these types of beers. So, hey, very solid. Hey, Aaron Wheatley. 1 to 10. I would agree with the 6 and a half. I was surprised you could actually take uh, taste some of the notes of vanilla and caramel in there. Um, but the aftertaste isn't too bad. Also, it almost gives me a whiskey aftertaste. It's very good. Mr. Latrell, 1 to 10. Uh, I'm going to have to give it like a 6.2. <laughs> Pretty exact here. So Better than a 6, not a, not quite a 6.5. It's 
definitely uh, stronger than what I like to drink, but uh, I'm open to everything. Um, not a bad taste. I like New Belgium beer. You know, when so. I first took a sip, it was like, this is not half bad. Seven. And then the aftertaste kicked in about approximately 40 seconds later, and I gave it a three. So I'm going to dumb it down to about a five and a half. Folks. That's actually a lot higher than what you rated some last I week. I know. So. <laughs> That's very true, yes. Tough critic. critic. Sorry about it. All right, Merv, you take it away, my friend. The next beer. I, I didn't bring the next beer. Oh, one. I don't right. know what you're talking I'll about. Break one after that. <laughs> free, <laughs> free State. All right, let's jump Never over to Wheatley. Mind. He brought the uh, Free State Breakaway IPA. Wheatley, go ahead. Yeah, um, Lawrence. Straight out of Lawrence. So Lawrence still kind of local. Broke out of Topeka this week. We'll try to keep expanding our horizons there. Crazy. I quite like that, actually, for an IPA. Um... I think the previous one helped with this one. It's not you don't get as hoppy, that as crazy hoppiness because of how strong this one is. Yeah, I agree. Ow. I think if I didn't drink the first one, I think that second one would have kicked in. I don't know. I'm Did you just smell it? They say that they say that smells like ninety percent of your taste. So son of a thought fucking that would give me a bitch. better idea. But it's actually not that bad. I think it's pretty good. One of ten, so. Merv. Um, I def I I'd give this an eight. It's Ooh. a good one. Yeah, it's a good. That's yeah. strong. That's a B right there. That's a B. I'd say probably like a seven. Yeah, seven. That's a C. Damn, Aaron. They have another one called Storm Chaser that's similar. I think this is actually a little bit better than the Storm Chaser, which I like a lot. I'd say eight two. Eight as well. All right, Latrell. Uh, first Free State beer I've actually ever had. Quite impressed. Not as good as the Strawberry Blonde last week. Uh, seven and a half. Oh, that's a good rating because, listen, the power rankings, that's going to kick in. That's right. That's, a, that's, that's very right. exciting. I will give it a seven. Decisions. I will give it a seven. Very nice. Okay. Uh, and then another beer that Mervin brought, though, Mississippi Mud. Uh, where can we find this, Mervin? Um, on the other side of the Mississippi. You, uh, It's very, very difficult to find. Uh, I actually got this in Denver. That's mm-hmm. where I – shout out to Denver. But, um, Fuck yeah, Denver. this is actually uh, black and tan, so you're going to get both a Pilsner and a Porter. I don't even know if I want to sip it. I just smelled it, and I really want to just start crying and wow. getting a fetal position. Actually, not that harsh. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's quite sweet, actually. I feel honored that you were willing to travel so far and wide and then bring it back to our podcast. Exactly. That was my intent. Yep. Appreciate it, Mervin. Well, you're a Great contribution. Now I understand why you're a Rockies fan. It'd be interesting to conduct a study after we make these comments and ratings to see how it impacts the liquor industry to see if the beers that we give higher ratings do a little bit better in sales versus beers that we don't like so much. So, because I feel like, I mean, we're growing. So, mm. the beers I talk shit on, they're just looking at me saying, shut your goddamn <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, unless, <laughs> every, it comes, unless it comes from Aaron, every since he's the guy who brings Bud Light and Budweiser. Every brewery, yeah, I'm a pussy. With, the, with the exception of Happy Bassett, hates Aaron Mayne, by the way. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> he loved that strawberry they have a warrant week. for my arrest. Merv, <laughs> one to ten. You brought it. You rate um, it. This is probably one of my personal favorites. Um, I guess I'm giving this rating just because of the accessibility of it. So I'm giving it a nine. Ooh, yeah, it's very yeah solid. That's, that's a good point. Just for the effort to go and get it, I'd have to say a, a nine and a half. Okay. Wheatley. Mm, delicious Not as Wheatley. flavorful as the uh, first one we tried, um, but it is quite smooth for uh, the alcohol content. Uh, I'd go six, nine. Well, Latrell. Uh, I'd actually, I'd have to put it up there, and it's got to compete with the strawberry blonde, just because uh, exclusivity. Exclusivity is that exclusivity? Word? Exclusi- Forget it. <laughs> we don't <laughs> have English here, talk. folks. Eight point two, and as of right now, 
uh, hot contender for um, number Ooh, one on the power power ranking. But I, I am hesitant to give it that because it's not available in our area. So you can't really go ahead, go out and try it, you know, but um, one or two in the power ranking so It's vintage. Far. Vintage. I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven. I liked it. Uh, I, the smell, I smelled it. I was like, oh, shit, I don't even want to try this, but very sweet. What's the, the accessibility? Very, I mean, uh, I'm shocked you really can't access it. So that's pretty impressive how you brought that back from Denver, Merv. We, 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 we really appreciate that. From the mountain seven. country. Yeah, seven out of ten. That's a, that's a C plus right there. Latrell, yeah. you take it away, my friend. We have another beer to try. I believe Grant actually brought this one. Uh, he milked a dragon to get it. Yeah, you don't want to know how hard it was to get that. Uh, you think that dealing with the normal dragon's tough? Try doing with a prego one. But anyway, so I was Donkey walking Kong? around the liquor store and saw something called dragon's milk. You're not just going to not buy something called dragon's milk when you see it. So uh, and it doesn't it's supposed to taste like, like Oreo cookies. I highly doubt that it does, but we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll go ahead and see. Yeah, definitely not Oreo cookies, but it's not god awful. Uh, actually, no, it's pretty bad. That's you pretty can see my facial reaction. <laughs> it is pretty rough. Tastes you're, like you're you're Oreo stuffed up my ass. Fuck so I'd, I'd probably give it like a five or a six, just because. Uh, to be full disclosure, I don't even really know how to rate these because they all taste like dick to me. But this one <laughs> tastes like the most dick. <laughs> <laughs> and Merv, let's hear what you have to say. One to ten. I'm currently trying to get the shit out of my throat. Um, I, I, as, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a little bit of a beer snob, so, uh, I, I honestly give this one an eight. I like, uh, the Dragon's Milk line by these guys, by New Holland. I love Dragon's Milk, and I like all the flavored ones, so I'll give it a nice solid eight. Yeah. Very nice. Wheatley. Impressive. Wheatley with the, uh, rating here. It's not terrible. I've never really dabbled in, uh, to oatmeal stouts and stuff like that. I, actually, I don't even know if it's a stout. No, it is. It is. But until last year, I mean, it's okay. It's definitely not my preference. I'd say a 5-4. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to go somewhere in that range. Uh, it's not my cup of tea either, even though it's beer. Um, it's going to be low sixes, six, 6.2, six, six and a half high. Um, but, yeah, it's not terrible. 11.11%, I believe, alcohol volume, if that's what I'm reading correct. Yeah. Um, that you fucked. Yeah, so oh, I mean, you're woke piece of shit. Would I drink it if I was drunk already and didn't really have a perception of Absolutely. good taste? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just to get myself drunker and on the floor. At that point, it's just like, well, let's just get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six. I mean, at first it was like, ooh, and then it was aftertaste kind of got me. That's kind of what stopped. At first it was like a really nice. So I'm, I'm gonna just give it a six. Be safe here. I did enjoy sure. it. Not terrible, and I'm very like. I, were you, where'd you find this, Grant? Just liquor store or yeah, what? How much store. was it? Uh, it was like 15 bucks. No right? shit. So I'm, I'm 15 bucks for yeah. four? Yeah. 15 bucks for it's four? It's about time. It only I mean, took three weeks. You think his shit's rare? I mean, this is Dragon's Milk we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like that bitch from Shrek fucking just shitting in your fucking <laughs> drink. God damn. Oh, I <laughs> it. Donkey. Oh, let's try. We have another beer to try. Uh, this one is out of Kansas City. My personal favorite, uh, I am a huge fan of German beer. It's a Munich-style lager. Uh, it is the Dunkel, as you would say in German. A lot of people in America call it Dunkel. Uh, my nickname for it is Dankel, because I love it so much. So Dank. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. We should I give go out some time. Oh, shit. You're, you're sucking up. Oh, my ass. We definitely should have tried this one first because it's the tamest of the beers. Because now I, I can't even taste it. Now it tastes like water compared to the rest <laughs> of the, <laughs> the other four beers. <laughs> Mervin, 
I love Dunkel. Uh, solid eight and a half. Grant? It does not have a microphone. Like I said, just <laughs> because of the nickname Dankel, I'd probably at least give it an eight, seven. So wow. the beer was okay, but <laughs> the name. Wheatley. The name has no weight on power rankings, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'll go seven, one. Um, their favorite, or the favorite beer for me that Casey Beer makes is uh, Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen is really good. Uh, might bring it in a couple weeks. I'm excited. Latrell, let's hear your rating. Uh, I'm going to have to give this like at least an eight to an eight and a half. Uh, also a contender for power ranking beer, but um, I I my so. vote doesn't carry as much weight. I still love that strawberry blonde. It just depends strawberry on what mood I am. Phenomenal. If I if I don't want something as sweet, I'll drink this. Something sweet, local, strawberry blonde. So, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. I, I think that's better it's, than the strawberry. It's very blonde. tame. So I don't know to if me. we could necessarily put it in competition with these other beers don't because know. Um, so just super tame and speaking um, from my heart, my heart, Han. So, I don't know. This is the most extensive beer segment we've ever had. And uh, thank you, Mervin, by the way. Thanks for thanks for bringing all that beer out, uh, kind of working on our knowledge of these things and our taste buds. And I don't know. I feel like we can only improve from here. Uh, definitely going to have you on, maybe filling in for one of these guys when they're when they're not here or yeah, talk uh, some sports. So. I'm already Absolutely. fucked up. Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, dude. No, I... I don't know about you guys, but my face stuff definitely feels a little bit warm, and it's not because of the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make a shout out? Maybe say your favorite athlete before you before you head my on. My boy out. LeBron. You like LeBron? LeBron. Oh, oh. LeBron. Wow. I was gonna say you could come on the Are pod at any time because you're a Broncos fan. Now I'm 50-50. <laughs> I was about to say, you might as well just suck Grant off while you're here. Fuck. <laughs> got a bathroom right down the hall. You didn't have to see that pretty much. I did witness it. Yeah. We asked this. We asked this on Facebook this week. Favorite athlete not on your favorite team? Are the Lakers your team? I guess Hell I should no. ask that. Hell okay. no. The Nuggets. Oh, you're a Nuggets yes. guy? Jokic? Nuggets. Denver through and through, okay. Nuggets through and th- Actually, yeah, Nuggets cut through and through. Nuggets the are good. team is the Cavs. They're looking really good. You guys should definitely be on the lookout. For the Cavs? Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr. Those guys are going to be a phenomenal great, great yeah young core what do you think Another of tristan thompson he's actually he's hit a couple threes he's i've, I've looked at the tristan box thompson, score he's had a good year he's like he's a bright spot on that he's, team he's definitely well i feel like now since he's one of the older vets uh-huh. he's he's showing out a little bit more and you know he doesn't have other players that are you know keeping him from I mean, garland's 19 yeah. sexton's you know he's a very what are they gonna player. tell him don't shoot the ball precisely i mean so. he's, he's the veteran of the team correctly but uh, another uh, quality nickname they've been referring to that backcourt as Sexland. Sexland, that's fucking tight. Oh my god, <laughs> Sexland! I'm a Cavs fan now, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Jazz! Wow, Sexland. Yeah, man. But thanks for having me, you guys. Appreciate it, Mervin. Thanks for coming on. Anytime, thanks. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna dive into the sports a little bit, starting with NFL Week 12. Takeaways. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start with Thursday night. Fuck Alberto Riveron. Fuck the NFL officials. They have no idea what they're doing. Deshaun Watson fumbled. Shut up, man. I got this. I am a little butthurt. Indianapolis Colts fan. We've had maybe three or four games that we could have won easily this year just if we had either made field goals from Vinatieri or just plays made and um, in certain situations. So I the the refs have sucked all year long and this is nothing new i don't know if it's a deandre hopkins uh makeup from the week previous against the the ravens but 
really, guys, um, you got to step it up. The ball is out. We have to look at that on the replay, and the Colts could have had a chance to win. Um, I do think there was another couple things that we could have done correctly. We had a killer running game. Marlon Mack was was or uh, Jonathan was Williams. Out. Yes, Jonathan Williams awesome. was tearing it up. That O line is ridiculous. Keck uh, standing, yeah. and now they're coming yeah. out rushing like crazy. And we we tried clock management. We we tried time of possession, but honestly, we were missing that play action facet of the game. And uh, Jacoby, I saw a video of Jacoby Brissett missing kind of the the tight end. I believe it was Doyle was kind of like running a post, pretty deep post on a play action play. But you can see those linebackers coming in and. Um, just they were so sold on the run that we we could have used that play action to our advantage we didn't really uh afc south currently is in houston's hands but they do have quite a quite a tough schedule so to the colts um it could go either way in the afc south but any any takeaways from the texas colts game guys uh we were talking about um kind of shout outs from our fans uh one of them in particular my guy colby acres out there in omaha calling out the refs as well. Um, any remedies on how to fix the officiating in the NFL? The only comment that I have on the refs is that when humans are involved, there's obviously going to be errors. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. So I don't know how much you can really critique the refs and expect to get that much better when they're going to be humans no matter what. So until robots are refing, then I don't think it's going to be that much better. And the issue with that is that guess who builds robots? Humans. Humans, So, right. I mean, there's always going to be an element of error, and it's just – hard to know exactly how much that you can improve in it is it really that refs are that much worse now or is it that social media makes it seem that way since so many more people are able to comment on it we're able to uh convene and a actually discuss it as a as a group and obviously it, i mean who, who's in the refs camp besides the refs themselves so it's i mean it's just kind of an easy group to pile on and i, I in terms of being able to improve it i don't really have a solution but that's just my take I honestly think with the technology being better than what it was uh, a few years ago, um, we should see officials getting better. Alberto Riveron has not overturned pass interference calls. Coach's challenge. That was put into place because of what happened in New Orleans last year, and he does not want to change because he's old-fashioned. I don't know if he's necessarily old-fashioned, but he's a stubborn dickhead that is having a job that he doesn't deserve. <laughs> We're missing the Gene Sterators. We're missing Ed Hockley. We, those guys were great refs. Sunday night football, they go in primetime. Yes, they might make a mistake, but they own up to it. Coaches challenge, get that shit reversed. But those guys were confident in their decisions. We have guys holding onto their freaking earpiece five minutes of, of a half. And what are, what's being told to them? We need to know. I would also like to hear uh, maybe in the future what is being said on the mics. Like I would like to, to, to hear the refs talking to themselves on the television, the AAF. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Alliance of American Football. A little football. bit, yeah. You could hear what the refs were talking about, and you could hear the review. I think maybe that would be beneficial in the future. Just with our technology, we can have a lot more um, understanding of the game and how officiating happens and less meltdowns on Twitter and other things like that. Because I more honestly think – yeah. I honestly think sense. Twitter has a huge effect on NFL officiating. Hold what people happens accountable. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys, I mean, we have a bunch of rookie refs or a couple, like they've only been in the leagues for, for a couple of years. And would you want to stay in that profession if you were literally being 
hounded every time you made a call. And, and that's actually or decision? A, a fair point is that I wonder if social media impacts refs to the point where they're almost unwilling to make the call where it would be what most people should think it should be just because they know that they'll get shit on on social media for it. And so they want to play contrarian just because they don't want to go along with what the public thinks and think that we're they're capitulating to what we believe should be the right call. That's right. So, do you guys know how much these referees make a year? Mm-mm. Probably I know. a good chunk of change, I'm so, sure. So on average, they work, obviously, 16, and if they get into the playoffs, uh, to 20 games a year. Yeah. And they're making a couple hundred grand on average. That's what the NFL refs are making in 2019. Oh, shit. Yep. So I think, and Grant brought up a point about social media. Yeah, maybe they're placating to what the public thinks uh i don't know but i'm saying that they're doing the opposite of what the public thinks because they don't want to give in to that so they're battling against the public what about if we fine officials oh i don't know about that well i'm sure that they they reprimand them now like after an extremely bad call but who knows what that threshold well what if we make it more public as the players get called out in public who who fucking knows if they're being held accountable because alberto alberto riveron does not clearly want to follow new rules that are put in place. Well, and I, he doesn't agree with. I don't think Roger Goodell is the guy. I, I think Roger Goodell is the worst commissioner in sports. Ever, to be honest. Yeah. Have you and seen his paycheck? He's oh, uh, he Ooh, makes. Yeah, I think he just signed a thirty million dollar. Ridiculous. He was already making. Yeah, he was making thirty million <sighs> a year like already. So okay. Just all he does is extension. All he does is announce draft picks. That's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. And makes the game less fun. Yep. That's all he's done since he's been the commissioner. Legit. Tyreek Hill threw up a peace sign on the way to the end zone earlier this year. Could have paid off my student loans. Every time. Every time. He gets fined for it every time. It's ridiculous. Why aren't we letting these athletes have fun? Was it Dwayne Haskins? No Is he the, the Redskins quarterback? No fun league. Was it Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, Is that his name? Just taking selfies? Taking selfies. Oh. Encourage that shit. It's yeah. fun. Social yeah, media. Encourage that shit, makes right, you, makes I thought you, you were going to say it was Terry of the Week. <laughs> I don't, we're, you're ousting my Terry of the Week early That's okay. <laughs> no, go ahead That's and okay. put your, I have put your a, opinion in. I have, it a, was I have a rant later. It's all good. I mean, the guy was happy. So, dude, I mean, I w- yeah, I'm putting myself in, that, in his shoes. If it's my first win, I'm taking yeah, my fucking I, yeah, shirt yeah, off. I'm yeah, getting naked. I probably would. I'm yeah, streaking. Exactly. You guys are yeah. seeing dick. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, if I was, I'm taking him by the ear and dragging him out to the field to go kneel the fucking ball for his first win. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I think uh, to fix the refereeing situation, we need to make these guys uh, like the MLS does. They have their private organization. That has that employs these refs has a training facility for them. They review all the game footage and controversial calls that they make. They are full time employees. They train like athletes. Honestly, we need to make these guys forty hours a week, and we need review sessions and meetings all week long while they're so doing all that. Is there a solution to making them full time employees year round? How how when the season's only so long? Do you make these guys year-round? Because I agree. I think if we do make them full-time employees, make them work year-round, maybe give them two months off like, I don't know, they're in school. There should also right, be a statistic. Right, like school teachers, kinda. right? School, yeah, school yeah. teachers. You would have to bump the pay a little bit, but it would make the product on TV that much better, I think, because they really are hosing games right now. And I agree with you on the technology. I mean, we should not be using chains to measure where the goddamn football is on the field. I mean, there's got to be a better way. And you know, Grant says, okay, humans build AI, whatever. We have the technology to at least be better, at least to supplement and kind of help the human air side of things. That's right. My thing that I don't understand about the chains is that, yeah, so the 
spot of the ball is going to be subjective because they, I mean, they just put it where they think that they went down. So I don't really even understand the point of the chains now. I mean, it should just be based on replay because the chains, yeah, supposedly confirm whether or not they got the first down. But if the ball spot isn't that great, then it doesn't really confirm anything. I feel so. like we could use what is similar to goal line technology in soccer. I don't know how easy or hard it would be to implement that when it comes to the spot of the ball. But it sounds it, like you just want to turn the NFL into the MLS. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't go there. I didn't go there. I love the contact. I love the sport. But uh, referees blowing games has to stop. People get pissed off that there's all these reviews and stuff to get it right. And I agree. It shouldn't take freaking 10 minutes to figure out if a ball was on the 41 or the 41 and a half. But they should be able to override that from the video booth right then and there with the mics with the walkies whatever oh, yeah. that you were talking about and get it corrected and play ball i mean it should be technology. it should be 30 seconds at most for every call you mean to tell me they got 360 cameras where they can literally indicate the whole fucking arena right right and it takes them that long it's absolute shit asinine correct all right so let's let's uh kind of review the week in football here um so we had week 12 it was kind of a started off with that it was a really good game done in houston i really liked watching that um but uh, didn't go out my. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up the scores here. Um, How are you feeling, Aaron? About what? Life. Wow. He is a 21 year old. My God. He just has a couple of sips of beer and he turns into the Interstellar movie. I'm just. I'm He's just glazy eyed and all. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. You ready for night night? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we we've we've discussed kind of not to really um, talk about all the games, but kind of just ones that stood out to us. Correct. Uh, the one I really want to talk about, we can get to Dwayne Haskins later, but the Redskins-Lions was an upset. I expected the Lions to win that. Uh, Evan Foxy from the Pat McAfee show said, I, I believe it was Foxy. It might have been Diggs or Schmitty. I don't know. It was one of them. But they said, uh, bet your life on the Lions winning that one. Ended up losing. So Dang. it looked like a stooge. Ended up happening to him. Uh, uh, Ste- I will say morning. one thing about that game. Steven Sims from mm-hmm. the University of Kansas with a uh, 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Hey, there you Ooh. go. Okay, you boy. Nice represent. Hey, we are currently nice. beating Shamanad by 11. So that's all. Shamanad. Yeah, the nice. football game was already a block because the Rams suck, as we've discussed on oh, previous yeah, So we're, we're watching the Jayhawks, Grant and I repping. Yes, sir. The one. One of the things that we agree on. K-State lost tonight, too, so that makes tonight even better. What do you think of the Jets just dicking on the Raiders? Oh, boy. Potential Terry. 34-3, that the whole John Gruden. The whole, I think the whole team. The He's, whole Oakland Raider. I would man. not want to be on that team during practice this week. Let me tell you. Did you see Gruden? Chucky oh, going yeah. off on the refs? Did anybody see that clip? Hmm, I didn't oh, see you guys got to look it up. It's great. It's gold. So you're telling me you have an opportunity at the division, and you let the Jets trounce you by 31. The like, Jets of all teams. That's, that's the biggest takeaway from this week is that the Raiders really – Yes, they were hanging in there, but I think the Chiefs are in the ultimate driver's seat in the AFC West. Hey, they have oh, a chance yeah. this I mean, week. I'd be shocked at anything otherwise. Thank you, Raiders. But on the other hand, like, what the hell are you doing? So I wanted to see some interesting football in December, and I don't think we're going to get that in the AFC West. I mean, no. I think that it, it's still going to be an interesting game. I would, I, I mean, I'm stoked to see the the Raiders versus the Chiefs. And yes, the Chiefs still have to go to Foxborough and play New England. I honestly don't know, after that performance against the Cowboys, if New England can honestly knock just like knock out the Super Bowl. Their offenses kind of just look lackluster, and Tom Brady looks like he's slowing down a bit. Uh, what, what do you guys take away from that uh, 
Pat's I mean, Cowboys game slowed down from last year for sure. So I, I mean, it'll really be a battle to see if their offense can. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's always every football game is a battle to see which offense can score more. But I, it will be interesting to see how our offense can battle through such a good defense and to see how, even though their offense has struggled, if they can take advantage of our defensive weaknesses, which is obviously the weakness of our entire team. We say it every year, the Patriots reigns over, Tom Brady's done. This year, I really think that could be true. Uh, I'm not counting them out yet. That defense is still really good. Ridiculous. Um, held Amari Cooper, number three, four overall receiver, to no catches, no Even yards. though he had an opportunity to extend the game, and he, he dropped did. it. Uh, also, the refereeing in that game, if we want to get – um, if we want to talk about refereeing, was Getting horrible. Picky with two, it. yeah, two tripping calls in that game. There's been, yeah. like, oh boy, there's been no. four all year, and one was definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the Ravens are my current favorite in the AFC. I, I, I don't agree. Think Patriots can handle the Ravens. Comment. <laughs> He's thinking about Diggs. I didn't watch the <laughs> game. It, <laughs> Andrew, do you have a bed that he can just go lay right. in or something? <laughs> no, so uh, so we're we're gonna look at the the playoff picture here uh, in the division leaders, AFC South we have the Texans, uh, AFC West we have the Chiefs, AFC North Ravens, AFC East Pats. So that's the AFC. I think the AFC is a little bit more uh, tight, balanced. It's not as concentrated. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more balanced in the NFC, but it's not as interesting just because you do have the best teams at the top and the teams that are in the middle, even though they have records that are kind of similar to the top teams, they aren't, uh, I mean, you know that, yeah, the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Chiefs have kind of separated themselves in the AFC in terms of just talent level. Um, But in the NFC, it's kind of the opposite where it's completely top-heavy and it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, some teams might, you might have to go 14-2 and to get the number one seed just because there are so many teams that are good. Seahawks only have two losses. Saints only have two losses. 49ers only have one loss. So Minnesota's the sixth seed at 83. Yeah, 83. (laughs) It's Very stacked. So so here's my question. The AFC then – we got the Steelers, Oakland, Indy, Tennessee, all at six and five, and Cleveland at five and six. If you're putting the Bills in at, uh, they're at eight and three right now. If mm. you're putting them in, out of those five teams, who gets in? I think. The, um, I was just gonna say, I think the Bills are a quality team, but they have had an easier schedule, so I think the eight and three is a little bit misleading. Uh, I'm sure that they'll make the playoffs, and then the other team out of that for the wild card, probably the Colts. As bad as ah, Cle- let's go. As bad as <laughs> Cleveland's been this year, if they get in, that could be scary. They have an easier That'd schedule. That'd be fun. That it up. would be. That would be social media fun. As much as I, I, Indy is honestly probably my second favorite team. If I had to pick a second favorite team in the NFL, as much as I like them to move on and think they have the better team, it would be fun to see Cleveland in there. Um, honestly, right now, that's probably my pick to get I, in. The I would say easy schedule going out too. I would say Indy or Oakland. The Browns the play the uh, Bengals twice. So. Yeah, they. I, I was watching Get Up this morning, and they have a cupcake schedule. They have the Steelers, Bengals twice, and then I forgot Shit. who else, but it's not. You want to play the Bengals, especially this part of the year. Mm-hmm. If you're a playoff contender, 
Andy Dalton's coming back. Oh my yeah, god! I was about to say no. If I, I have Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton fan. I do like Andy. He's a great guy. I have to work on Sunday. Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was going to say we're not going to see with you. Kids does a lot in the community. He just kind of sucks. You want to play the Bengals unless you're Mason Rudolph. But, but would you really oh get but would benched you really against an own ten team? Oh, oh, would you really pin the team's like lackluster success this year on Dalton? Oh no, definitely not. I I like Dalton. I was just making a joke. I mean, like I don't. I just I like to think if we put him on a team like the like the Patriots. Or you know, a team with an actual line. Yeah, he'd probably be pretty good. Or decent. Yeah. I feel like he's like he was on like the '93 Cowboys. Or maybe he'd be great. Maybe if AJ Green played all year. AJ Green hadn't played all year. I mean, that's an all-world receiver right there. When yeah. 2000 Ravens. I mean, he'd win the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right. So let's look at the NFC playoff picture. The 49ers, the Saints, the Cowboys. I believe the Packers. Is that right? Or do we have another NFC North team? So I'm not saying that Packers. Packers, Packers and Minnesota are, are tied, but yeah, much. Packers have the tiebreaker. I think that's right. Yeah. So oh, yeah, and then the Packers. Yeah, we didn't mention them, but I, they not, looked horrible last oh night. Oh boy, Sunday yeah. night football was atrocious. For them. zero of thirteen on third down at one point last night. Discount double check. That's the second time they've gotten dismantled by a defense, and they uh, who was the first one? The Chargers. Chargers yeah, dismantled. It's very them. similar with a great. They had a line. they had a right. home game down there in uh, California when they played the Chargers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you can't beat the Chargers in California, whatever fucking soccer stadium they play in, you got issues. Yeah, you got issues. even even the Broncos beat them there. So that's right. <laughs> it was a home game for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah that's a home it, game for it's a home game. Yeah, for, you know you're in trouble. Really that Unless you're a Bengals, out. the Bengals travel over there, they might have more Chargers fans. By there. the way, just since you brought them up, uh, so did did you think that the Bills were going to win by seventeen? Because we were talking about the Vikings winning by ten and a half. I. I probably was, would say that the Vikings are a better team than the Bills. Ten and a half. Right? I was more worried about the Bills game. The last time we went there, we had a much better team and got dismantled uh, like that um, than the Vikings. I just that was my first thought. So. I wasn't expecting them to pull. I mean, off great that defense by, by that big. So. Seventeen. Windy, yeah. windy. They have a great D line. If you stop the run against us, obviously we got our third string, second string quarterback. And for God's sake, if we do not play Drew Locke next week, I'm going to blow a gasket. I am so tired of this quarterback carousel. See what you got for the future. And you have five games here to decide whether he could be your guy going forward or we need to draft somebody next year. It's time for a franchise QB. Listen, every team that is successful has found their quarterback. If you're doing this fucking – Oh, you start, you start, you hit, you got hit in the head with a helmet. You're, you're benched. <laughs> it's, you're not going to find the answer. You're not going to be successful. You have to pick one guy and be like, okay, we're investing in him. That's what I loved that the, that the Colts did after Andrew Luck's retirement. They gave Brissette the contract. They were like, well, I'm investing in you. How much you did he make? Or how much? Uh, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what the contract was. Let me see if I can pull it up. Contract, yeah. Two, yeah. two year extension for $30 million. 30 so, million. Yeah, so that's not bad for a quarterback. We wanted to talk about, especially with how he's played. We wanted to yeah, talk yeah. about Brissett. I think that means the Colts are not interested in a long future with Brissett. Or maybe it was like, what can you do for me? And we'll give you another extension. I, I mean, how abrupt it was when Luck just retired. I mean, there was obviously right. someone no, in his yeah. ear saying, like, look, this is life-threatening. As, at some point, great career point. ending. As a Colts fan, I was I was obviously shocked. But I did feel like I lost hope in this season. I forgot the amount of depth that we had on the roster. Brissett led us a couple years ago. Um, and I just, I just thought, like – it's this easier year was lost, and that we're still even in the picture for the playoffs, and actually could do something. And I believe if we do get in, 
and start winning these close games, we could be a good team. I don't think we're Super Bowl contenders per se. Like Pat McAfee thinks we're contenders. I don't know if you're. I think you guys. Have we a need nice a couple shot. years. Yeah, like I definitely. I think we'll got a right young group. That I mean, that defense is coming around. You need I think to get everyone, healthy. I think everyone counted the Colts out. As soon as Luck retired, everyone's like, "What the fuck happened?" The Colts are back to no Tank City, thought, two and fourteen, exactly. three and thirteen. No one even thought about the depth they had. I really. No ruled, they just it was a huge distraction. Marlon Mack and then this this um, Williams guy off the bench. I really don't think you're in that position though. You have a great line. They're on good contracts. They're all young. So is it time already, or do you want to roll with Brissett, or do you go and get a QB in the next year or two? Have Brissett groom him. I think what under Frank think? Reich, a former quarterback coach. Brissett's going to develop. It's going to take some time. He Wait, was thrown. He was thrown. Twenty-seven in December. Thrown into this wildfire of just oh hey, this is your team. Thir- like 13, 16 days before the season, this is your team. We're investing in you. We're game planning around you. We're giving you money. I think honestly, he's set up only for success, and it's his job to lose. Um, I'd watch out for the Colts in the future this year. I don't think they're legit contenders. With all circumstances, okay, uh, winner if they make the playoffs or not. I take that as like the cold season this this year as as a win. Yeah, because no, with, the, it, with everything given, um, they made the absolute most of what the fuck they were given because they had a lot taken away from them before the season even started. So for them to even be in the playoff picture, that's phenomenal itself, and they should be really proud of themselves as an organization. That's right, they could definitely move forward. That's right. I I love that, that city. I love that team. I love the coaching staff. I love the owner. You got something to be excited about? You got some years, man, because they've they've been kind of lackluster, you know. So we're that, a couple years from being a. A legit powerhouse. First thing, I think that they should invest in their defense with uh, with their draft picks just because their offensive line and most of their offense is already set and then focus on developing their wide receivers. Possibly take a wide receiver just to help Brissett because really they've been kind of depe- – I think they've won one game now with T.Y. out. It was yeah. uh, the first game that Brissett was back. They need a wide is receiver besides opposite they won T.Y. One. Two, I believe. They won one Yeah, without T.Y., yes. Okay, yes. yeah. Okay, they beat uh, they beat the, the Jags. Jags. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. ran for over two hundred yeah. yards. So they didn't even throw the ball but, in that game. Yeah, so they've been kind of ty dependent. So it'd be nice if they could get Paris Campbell, uh, Devin Funches, right? Oh yeah, Devin Funches mm-hmm. is injured. injured so yeah, hurt. if they could get him back, that would be great. They have like, a decent they Pascal. De- that's the other one I was thinking of. Yep. So if they focus on developing their wide receiving core, I I feel like Brissett's good enough to be the quarterback of the future, especially since he's about to turn twenty seven in December. He's solid. He's, he's got, got swag, dude. He, I mean, he's consistent. Mm-hmm. I think the last game he just wasn't put in a good position because of the coaching. I don't think that they allowed him enough freedom. We, and it might have been because of the injury. We should, Yeah, that is injury. A bit of speculation there. But honestly, if we ran a bit more play action, we would have had receivers open for days. They were biting on the run. And still, even with them like committing eight players to the run, we were still getting yards. It's ridiculous how good this offensive line is. And so how did you become a Colts fan? Uh, actually, <laughs> because of Peyton funny, Manning funny, Peyton yeah, Manning Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. um, when I was young, I just figured the Chiefs suck, so I kind of wanted to. I was always watching Sunday Night Football. You had these Manning Brady Bowls. Yeah, it was fun to no, watch. Manning was awesome. I always Manning, really liked Manning, even when he went to Denver, it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Right? No, it did. I was, I was in tears when the Colts released him because I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But it honestly paid off being a good move. Andrew Luck coming to the team, but um, it, it, ne- football will never be the same without. Brady and Manning, when they're both done, football will never be the same. Supposedly, Brady's going to retire after the season because I think that he's already sold his house or he's prepared to sell his house in New England. And his what does he have left to prove? 
He's done it all. I mean, all. no, definitely not. And you I can hate the guy for the numerous reasons. This yeah. year, he's probably ready to be done. So we'll see. But uh, and then he hasn't reached uh, contract negotiations, so the Patriots haven't gone as well as I think that they were expecting. And so yeah. he's uh, he might be ready to, to you know. Uh, I've also up, heard so. some speculation of him being traded as well. I seriously like all seasons, but they kind of debunked that he moved to Connecticut, which is only like ten miles away from where they train. So they were either like he's gonna retire or he'll stay Get and trade. figure out a one year deal. So yeah. honestly he's accomplished everything. Uh yes, I believe the greatest team leader of all time, the greatest coaching combination. Uh and this has come from a Colts fan, so this is hard to say that Brady Belichick, greatest coaching combination, greatest legacy of all time in stacked. NFL history. I just want him to retire so he stops winning Super Bowls. That like, dude, it's God. so fucking annoying. Like 68. Like, We're even just going to the Super Bowl general. He's going to start having health problems. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> People I mean, like I'm that are going to live president 70. He's going to fucking die in office. No. Okay, enough, enough time with the Colts. Uh, we have local viewers here. Um, Chiefs Chiefs with a pretty decent win in Mexico City last Monday. I was week shocked. this week. I was shocked with how many fans like just Chiefs fans in Mexico City showed up. That was very impressive. I thought that was really neat. It's a nice picture on Facebook showing them. It was like I love the these international games. It yeah. Oh, they're so fun, especially the NBA too. It's just it's fun how the fans come out. They're you're very you don't ex- exactly expect the kind of uh, you know the, the action the fans have within the game. So it's like China being like Lakers fans. It's like what the fuck. Let's let's hop on over to the NFC. We had some interesting results here. The Saints. Beat the Panthers. That was a huge win for New Orleans down at the, in Louisiana, the Superdome. Panthers missed a field goal late, and then mm. Saints get a chance at a field goal, make it, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you knew Watts was going to make that. He's made he got me really a little, clutch kicks. Got me a lot of fantasy points. Career, On so. the flip side, just or Sly, I don't know his first name for the Panthers. They're already bringing in new kickers today. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can see how volatile yo, that position done. is. We, Life, have, we have an opening at Taco Villa. <laughs> they pay really good. Life is rough. Life is rough as an NFL kicker for sure. If you miss a couple of field goals, you're out of there. Yeah. I kind of so. thought the Bears took that a bit far in the offseason because it took them forever to figure out a new kicker. And it's like, yeah, your kicker did have a tough season last year. But in the last game, I think it was Philadelphia's when they had an opportunity to win. And it was actually tipped. But they still blame the kicker. And I felt like during the offseason, he kind of kept deflecting to the kicker. And it's like, no. Maybe you should focus on your quarterback. But uh, here's a headline for you. Garbage. Wentz, done. Uh, I, I don't mean, think so. His receivers are god awful. Well, yeah. I mean, they all kept getting hurt. He does have. He has a decent run game. His lines all right. He's got two really good tight ends. I don't think he's done. I think that Deshaun Jackson kind of wrecked their season getting hurt. And I think that Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey yeah, I mean, he used to be a top-tier receiver in this league, and he's not it anymore. I don't think Wentz is done. I mean, they they have just as much chance to make the playoffs as the Cowboys, in my opinion. They have a really easy schedule coming up. Yeah. So no, that, that, uh, I think they have Miami, the Giants, and Washington. The, NF- the so, NFC yeah. East between the Cowboys and the Eagles is going to be a fun one to watch, too. So yeah. keep Especially your eye on the that. Cowboys. I think they play out of their next – four games, four teams above 500. Yeah. They haven't had a good win against a winning team at all this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they're able to overcome that. Okay. So let's, let's move on here. Um, Buccaneers, Falcons, no one really cares. Um, We don't. We don't. Sorry. Stink fest. Uh, We had, 
touched on the 49ers and Packers. They just looked awful. 49ers are a legit powerhouse. I yeah, think they I mean, Garoppolo is lucky that he has that defense. He had a couple of big plays, but I think that that was just the Packers kind of giving up because they knew that they weren't going to be able to score on that 49ers defense. As Maine would say, can I be vulnerable for a minute? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until last night, I was a non-believer in the San Francisco 49ers. Even as well as they played the Seahawks a couple of Monday nights ago, I was a non-believer. I am in on the 49ers train. Like like Five sacks last night. And we should like be dunking your head in. Like, Isn't that the, how they do baptisms for Baptists? Cause I think so. When they're adults, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, like that's I, sure. I think we should do it in beer because with the yeah, craft yeah. brew quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, the, the Saints have been my pick stout. in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> I think the Niners took that crown last night. I think the Niners are the favorite. I'm so NFC. stoked for this playoffs. It's going to be fun, especially the, the NFC is stacked. I would not want to be playing that first weekend in the NFC playoffs. Who is your guys' NFL Terry of the week? We're, we're going to have a Terry, a, a <laughs> worldwide Terry. What's up, Worldwide Terry. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Because we talk predominantly football here, right? Let's have our football Terry. Our football Terry. Take a second. You can think about it. We'll have some more. I'd, I'd probably have to go with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, how do you lose by 31 to the Jets when you have an opportunity to win your division? Not that they were. I think the Chiefs were still going to win. But, I mean, they were the right in the hunt when they weren't expected to be, and then they lose to the Jets. It's, it's not only that they lose to the Jets, but they lost by 31. It's like, come on. That's a Jets team. That's, that's rough. If you allow the Jets to score 31, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. If Sam know. Darnold was healthy for the year, to be fair to the Raiders, I don't think they're that good. I think, like you said, the Chiefs take the division. Yep. They're fake. Sam Darnold's healthy the whole year. I think the Jets are a lot better than their record shows. Darnold's not bad. That's fair. I, I, think, I think Darnold is a legit franchise quarterback. Franchise quarterback. Yeah. I really, first couple I really games do. back, he struggled. But yeah, he maybe did. that was just because he a had month time off. off. Yeah. I think a he fits off. in with that system in New York as well. Fitz? Just, Fitzpatrick? Although I yeah. hate Adam Gase. I wish that they wouldn't have hired him, but we'll see. Oh, boy. Because I feel like it was just because he was associated with Peyton Manning. It's like, yeah, so Peyton Manning does super well. Man, you really coached him up a bunch, I'm sure. Well, and he went – didn't he go to Miami? Was he the head coach yeah. in Miami? No, and I don't think he ever – I think he had one winning season, and then after that he was trash. And so – and then – Peyton Manning makes everybody look better. So. Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Same thing happened. Went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because Manning's calling the plays and audibles. He's yeah. reading defenses. Yeah. Like I'm saying, there's no quarterback that's ever going to be like him. Like, just the way he changed the game, changed the play, read the defense. His brain. So cerebral. Right. Well, you can always link. I mean, at that forehead. You can always link. Five head, baby. Put it down. Same Wheatley. Like seven. Terry of the week. He almost was last week for me. Got to go Dwayne Haskins this week. couple stats for you guys. So, this week in his first win if you want to call it that, 13 for 29 for 156 yards and a pick, no touchdowns. Great win. Uh, number two, this year he's thrown for 654 yards, two TDs, six picks, and a whopping 15.5 QBR. So he can't finish his first win because he's taking a selfie with a fan on the sideline. If that doesn't say Terry, then I don't know what is, boys. I mean, I don't you know, think the Redskins' was, offense are world, be- world beaters. So I was, you know, I was really – because. I kind of brought that up before the show. I said, you know, I think the Redskins or Redskins, excuse me, the Raiders were a Terry contender because how the like you said, Latrell, with uh, how the fuck do you let the Jets score over thirty, let alone twenty? Um, you bring up that interesting point. Fuck Haskins. The fuck? That's absolutely asinine. 
thinks he's a world beater. He wins one game. He beats the Lions without Matthew Stafford at home. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, and he didn't even throw for a touchdown. Won his first game. Why is Grant sticking up? For is it even his game? I would say, I like I would say their I mean, fucking like team won. I would have gotten naked. I'd, so be, I'm just saying. I'd be willing to You're bet. You're saying some dick. I'd be willing to bet our fake Andy Dalton here could go out and have a better QBR than 15.5. I you actually, got an arm. You got an arm. I mean, we can test this. I was gives a good hand. I was was skeptical. You want to come play in our family Thanksgiving football game? Yeah, absolutely. We can prove this. Yeah. I I mean, I I have to eat a meal in Kansas City at some point. Can I play a quarter? You want to be on Team Wheatley? We're undefeated. Just saying. Listen, I'm I'm going to hand it to your baby. I'm a predominant wide receiver. (laughs) I'm a predominant wide receiver. I came in a tight end, all right? I left a wide receiver. So who oh, who no, did you no, nominate no. for your Terry there, Mister well, Man? Not, my first thought was definitely the fucking Raiders because it's like you guys fucking blow cock. But after Mister Statistic Weedley over here, I gotta give it to Haskins. Fuck that guy! What a prick! Fuck your first. Taking win. selfies like he won the fucking Super Take Bowl. Take a selfie with your mom because she made a mistake. I have two. Bitch. Super Bowl for the Reds. Two I have two no. NFL Terry nominations. Is Al River on one? No, I, he's not. You're giving. Wow. He's been his him, him and his. Him and his crew has been shit all season. I have to be. I have to stop being biased towards uh, Colts right. games. Mason Rudolph, what a week! Fuck that guy. Continue. Ten, at least we t- already ten know. days. Anyways, we already know. ESPN's mm. been covering it. That's the only storyline they've really talked about. Pretty much. But look, okay, if we're talking stats, Brandon Allen, ten for twenty-five. Ouch. Eighty-two yep. yards. Eighty-two. So that's terrible. That's and less than a hundred. And a pick. It's less than 85. And a embarrassing 20-3 to loss in Buffalo. So he didn't score a touchdown. And they he didn't kick a field goal. They only had a field goal. Yeah. yeah. That's rough. So, okay, there's my two. Plus yeah. a $50,000 fine to Rudolph. That's just that's some Benjamins right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I honestly I honestly like Mason Rudolph as our, as, as our Terry this week. Who do you guys want to nominate for our football Terry? We're going to have to come oh, to a consensus. Man. We're going to do a different I'm, sports I'm today. It's the Raiders, though. The Raiders. Uh, we're going to have to take a minute. I, I'm going Haskins. He was almost hit last week. Rudolph is. won. Rudolph he was won. my second, you, to be did, fair. Did he contribute? He's about to win twice. Yeah. He's about to win the I mean, team. He took a selfie with some fucking guy. something. I mean, it was first NFL win. How can you make the guy a Terry when it's first NFL win? Even though he sucked dick, you suck dick in a win, and you didn't really technically contribute in. Fuck that. That's a Terry. I, I mean, he had to do something. Of Terry. Had, Yo, it, what, Terry. Haskins. I don't know what their rushing attack did. Okay, Terry Haskins. You ready? Mason Rudolph, eight for sixteen, eighty-five yards, a pick. Was against losing. the Bengals. Was losing. Yeah, benched. They, they benched. won the game, bro. They won the game. The Bengals. What Ducks. do you expect? Ducks. He was benched, but still. 0-11 team, bro. Okay, all right. The Raiders okay. lost by three, 31. 3-2-1, three, you're Terry nominated. We got, we got time. two votes for Haskins, I think. Haskins. Okay, Haskins is our football Terry. Ru- Rudolph was my second choice. Who's the new Ladies and gentlemen, our first NFL Terry is that piece <laughs> of yeah, shit to be fair, fucking we are Terry point, Haskins. So. Dwayne, but we're going to call him Terry for the day. Terry, Terry Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Okay, so I think, we've, I think we've, we've, really, we've really spent quite a bit of time on the NFL today. We're nearing 50 minutes of the pod. Let's... Kind of just do a rapid fire week thirteen predictions. Bears Lions, no one really cares, but I take the Lions. Is Matt Lions. Stafford gonna play? I don't know, but the Lions are at home. Lions. I'd probably still take the Bears. Bears. Trubisky's shitty. I'm going Lions. Uh Bills Cowboys. Cowboys. Mm. Bills. Where's it at? I think Prescott Dallas, has a bounce Dallas. back. Dallas. Cowboys. Prescott has a bounce back. Uh that was one of my betting games to uh, Cowboys by seven and a half. No, oh, that's what their favorite. Right now, no right shit. now, I would take that. 
Dang, that's crazy. Put your house No way on Cowboys weren't winning by seven and a half, but son. I do think they win the game. Yeah, okay. I think they win by a field goal. Uh, Saints-Falcons in Atlanta. I'm Saints. going with Saints. 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 Revenge game. Revenge game. Yeah, absolutely. Colts-Titans, Indianapolis. Colts. Derrick Henry's good at football. Fuck Tennessee. Know. So is Tannehill. This is an O-line at Indianapolis. I don't know why I said it like that. Tannehill. But, uh, Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dill. Like Colts. Hyphenated or Colts. Something, but, Straight dead. Uh, it's the blue moon talking. Um, Put my house on the Colts this week. Where is it at? Indianapolis. I'd, okay, I'll go Colts, but begrudgingly. Interesting. It's going to be a grinded out, like 200 rushing yards per team game. Um, 16-13, Colts. Colts. Here might be the game of the week. I definitely take the under on that game. Ravens against the 49ers. Potential that, Super Bowl ooh, preview. Uh, wow. Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore, Maryland. You're taking Baltimore? Or there, it's in, uh, it's it's in, in Baltimore. Baltimore? Four and a half. Ooh, Ravens? Four and a half Ravens? Four and a half Ravens. Four and a half really? Correct. I take the Niners, actually. Well, the, okay, the Niners are getting four and a half. You know what? With all the talk of Lamar Jackson, so I think he's going to show out. Half, I think Jackson's showing out tonight, that, that, that game. The Niners, Niners are getting four and a half. Showing out or showing so up? The Ravens I mean, he's are favored up. Yeah, he's going to oh, okay. ball out. Okay. Just fucking mine. Ravens so win. Baltimore. I say Niners. Niners or Ravens? I'm going Baltimore. I'm going Baltimore because it's in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a pick on that. I'd probably go 49ers. So we're Niners. Yeah. I we're think Baltimore. that their defense we're is Baltimore. just too good. Okay. Jets, Bengals. No one cares about that one either. Andy Dalton coming not. back, though. Starting again. Yup. Dalton. I have to work. I have to work on Sunday uh, at noon. Yep. How are we going to prepare? Uh, I gotta oh, shit. Good. I didn't realize the Browns and Steelers fucking played again. Yes. I was about Helmet oh, Gate God. Part yeah. 2. Oh, my God. Year. If those pricks played, I'd fucking jerk it. I take the Browns. Well, a lot of the Browns players have been talking about that they hope Mason Rudolph will play since he got benched. They're kind of actually upset because they they want him to play. So they dude, that'd be vengeance as fuck. They take the dub and then they fuck on him. I'm going Browns. That should be Sunday night football. Oh, that should be Sunday night. That should be every flex it, flex it, live stream on Facebook. Flex it in. Flex tape. Uh, Bill Swift to a flex tape. Eagles, Dolphins, no one really cares again. Eagles should pick up a dub. So we're going to pick Browns, Steelers? Because that's playoff implications there. I I potentially say the Browns are going to win the game. Browns. I mean, Everybody's on the Browns train. After two weeks ago, we were like, Steelers, Steelers, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, no, we got fucked on the Now the Steelers are going to win, guaranteed. Uh, (laughs) Redskins. At Panthers, I take Panthers. Panthers, McCaffrey's, fuck, McCaffrey's just a fucking monster. Uh, Packers at Giants, I say bounce back. Packers? I'm Packers. saying Packers. Buccaneers at Jags, no one really cares. No Buck them, Bucks. Buccaneers. Bucks got yeah. it. Rams, Cardinals, Cardinals. Yeah, it'll be interesting to ha- what happens with Nick Foles, because his last two games back have been putrid. I, think I mean, th- he hasn't performed that badly. It's just been the team as a whole. But yeah. still, I mean, they were winning more with Minshew. Now, to be to be fair, they probably had an easier schedule during most of his time, but... Foles should have I mean, stayed in Philly. Been getting trounced with Foles. <laughs> yeah, so at I, this point, Philly's oh. like... Uh, Big Dick Nick, let's go. Yeah, and, and the Jags want Minshew to start, so... Send him back. Bad God marriage, bless Minshew, bad though. Is that stash? What a fucking uh, guy. Rams, Cardinals in Arizona. Cards. 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 Rams. Okay. I'm going to dick you down. Continue. Uh, Raiders at Chiefs. Uh, considering the Raiders just got literally fucking annihilated by New York Jets, I'm going Chiefs. I think the Chiefs come back late in the game. It's going to be a good one. Ten point spread, good by game. the way. It's a division matchup. Ten, ten point, point spread. Don't think the Chiefs get them by ten. The way they've been looking, I don't think they can stop Josh Jacobs. Seven. Is it just ten or ten and a half? 
It's it's just it, ten. Okay, I was about to say if it was ten and a half, I'd take it. Ten but, and, uh, and I hope Grant talks shit the in the middle of the game and and the Raiders come back oh, and I, win. I, I I've learned that lesson. I mean, well before you, so I try not to say that anymore. But uh, I'd go Chiefs. AFC uh, West shit fest. Chargers and Rockets. I hope we can get a win. And if Drew Locke doesn't play, then I hope we lose by a thousand. Uh, I say uh-huh. Chargers. I'm I, sorry. I also hope that they lose by a thousand. I probably take the spread on that. Chargers, Broncos, Denver. It's in Denver. Not the Chargers, dog. Okay. The Chargers are bad. No, not, fuck. The Chargers, I don't know if it's going to be the Broncos. I don't but think the Chargers, the Chargers win another game for <laughs> a year. Uh, Sunday night year. football, Patriots at Texans. I think it's going to be a boring game. Hell yeah. Why, yeah. Are we, why is this in the... I don't know. Flex the Browns and Steelers. Flex the Browns and the Steelers. Yeah. NFL. Way more entertaining. Browns, Steelers, NBC. Send Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels down there. We would rather see that. I want to see people get hit on the head with a helmet. It's good TV and good coverage, too, for whoever fucking At least a little bit of chippiness. Goodell probably set that up. Goodell's a bitch. Goodell's like, let's get the Patriots in primetime. I think the Patriots will win, but I... Just as a side note, I think that people are Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson apologists. Not that I don't think that those guys are good, but just saying they've had MVP caliber seasons, but in the last couple games and they haven't done so well, people still talk them up as if – I mean, they're still in the MVP conversation, but I think they talk them up a little too much. Okay. Even though they've struggled. I think the Texans lose, and it's a good stride for the Colts in the AFC South. So, all right. And then the Monday night game, Vikings at Seahawks. It'll be a good one. Ooh. Yeah. I'd rather have this on Sunday night football. Where's it uh, at Seahawks? You said in Seattle. Yep. I got Seahawks. Be. Me too. Stay true to my guns. What do you Kirk think? Cousins MVP rest. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Seahawks. Okay, okay good let's year. let's talk about our MVP leaders. Who's in your number one there, Grant? For NFL it, MVP, I mean, it, even though I don't necessarily love him, I, I I mean, I you have to give it to Lamar Jackson, especially with how the Ravens are doing because he's the best player on one of the best teams. Um, even though, yeah, the NFC definitely with Russell Wilson, but he has struggled in his last couple games, even though people keep talking about how great of a player he is, which he is, but he hasn't done as well. And Lamar Jackson has been able to reduce the thing that he was the weakest at, which was taking care of the ball, and he hasn't turned it over at all in the last couple weeks. So I think I'd have to say Lamar Jackson for sure. Yeah, I was surprised to find today he's number one in QBR. Uh, 78.2 QBR is good for first. Russell Wilson is 74.1, good for fourth. Um, what also surprised me, Christian McCaffrey, hmm. definitely on pace to break, probably 2,200, could potentially get to 2,500 yards uh, combined there. Um, and, again, somebody on the Facebook page shouted out Mike Thomas. No, uh, that's uh, that's what I was about to say. 83.8% yeah. catch rate is awesome, and I think he's only got three drops, and he's got 1,242 yards. How many receptions does he have? He has like 90 receptions, which oh, 104 really? after wow. last week. He has That's like 30 or 40 more than on, anyone else in the league. On 124 targets, he's on pace for like 160 some receptions and like 1700. Yards. That's a good call. That that so, guy is unreal. I think that was Colby again. So shout out to Colby. Thanks yeah, for following come, the show. Come and on the pod. Yeah, no, we love the feedback. Or on me. Hopefully, a, hopefully a Skype line set up soon. We can uh, get you on here. Yeah, get some calls. That'd be fun. Um, I'm trying to find some stuff on Facebook that we've discussed. Um, so, yeah, I, I also think uh, I agree with, with Grant and saying Lamar Jackson has done quite enough to be the MVP this year. He's the front runner. He's got uh, 25 combined TDs. Russell has 27, but that was for, before Lamar obviously played tonight. So he'll probably take that back over. 
um, combined yards about the same. They're both uh, a little over 3,000. So. What about you? I want to s- – okay, I think it will go Lamar Jackson, but I'm, I am really impressed with McCaffrey. I am really impressed with him, and I would like to see it go to McCaffrey, mm-hmm. but I think it goes to Jackson. It's it's a best that's player just, yeah. on the best team award. Of course. Yeah, that's a, that's a great safe pick, and I don't think a lot of people will be upset with that. That's, he's clearly a dominant player, and I'm very shocked he's doing it this early. It's his second year, correct? If that. Right, right. He played half of last year, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Flacco. Got, Flack, Flacco got benched early. Yeah, exactly. So it's just um, very, very impressed with him. He was very fun to watch in college. So in our M- MVP conversation, I'm just going to shout out uh, we'll, uh, a couple of our Facebook comments. Bill Franks says Lamar Jackson, uh, but he thinks Christian McCaffrey isn't getting the respect he's earning. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Colby, like you said, Michael Thomas, great catch rate. He's doing a lot there down in New Orleans. Mervin, who was on the show earlier, says McCaffrey. Uh, Tyler Filbert says Russell Wilson. So it's, I mean, it's a lot of. Is the that same. the one where I commented LeBron? No, I maybe. <laughs> yes. I know, you you did okay. it on like two or say, three was, posts. Yeah, as I should have. Matt, bam, bam, Matt Dick Ritter, He's not any, even the front runner. Any for, award out there? Yeah, in the NBA, he's, he's not, not even the NBA front runner for MVP. Matt oh, Parnell he is. is. He actually, he he actually should is. be. Yeah, you heard of Luka Doncic? He's probably second. 30-10 and ten, and I, I think I'm going. I wouldn't even say Doncic just yet. We'll see I if he can sustain it. Through. He's definitely turned my fucking head. That, he guy, like that guy's like, awesome. He's, he's, he's had all the success this year, and he's like, oh, I'm only worried about the playoffs. I'm not worried about my stats. We got to go to the playoffs because the Mavs have been pretty putrid when it comes to that. Yeah, playoffs. absolutely. He played year. 28 minutes last night. They scored 30. He scored 30. Had the, I think he had a triple-double in 28 minutes and a blowout win. 25 it, a few nights very ago. Very impressive. Yeah, that's 42 a couple times. Part of the reason why I think that Doncic is behind LeBron and Giannis at this point is because Giannis and LeBron are on better teams, and voters tend to gravitate towards yeah. those on better teams. LeBron's also – Now, granted, the Mavs have the last couple games. Yeah, they've beat the shit out of people. So, oh, who knows? Really maybe they're just not a huge yeah, maybe, market for maybe, NBA, maybe, I don't think. Maybe – Maybe they, you know, have a really good season, but I think their ceiling is probably the fourth or the fifth seed. While the Lakers and the Bucks are probably going to be in that one to three conversation. They've been annihilating teams, the, yeah. the no, Mavericks. Definitely. I think LeBron's leading the league in assists right now at ten point one assists. By the way, he's the only player in the NBA that's averaging more than ten. Um, a surprise there, Ricky Rubio for the Suns. I mean, the Suns started off real hot. I remember the first episode we we're talking. Are they real deal? The answer is no to that. The Suns are not a real deal team this year. This year. Young team. However, I guess what's your threshold of real deal? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're not, they're not a playoff I, team. But I think that they're real. They're, I, mean, oh, I think yeah, that yeah, their improvement oh, is real. from last year, last year, uh, the last handful of years, since 2010, like the Nash era, they almost made the playoffs in 2013. They lost to the Jazz in like a game 82 situation when the Jazz went and got swept by the Spurs. Booker, Congratulations, you guys. Booker has been averaging – he's been averaging over 50% from field, for, in terms of field goal percentage, yeah. close to 50% on three-point percentage, and he's then well over 90% you know for free throw percentage. You know what's crazy about that, that though? Insane. The usage of Devin Booker when he from when he started his career before this season, the amount of points he scores off of assists were at about 20 to 30%. Now they've gone up about literally about 18 to 25%. You got guys like Rubio, Aaron Baines. Uh, Mikel Bridges, guys that move the ball. Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre. Yep, Kelly Oubre exactly. had a really good season. He's balling. He, he is really doing it. He's really having a good season. That, I mean, that Suns team, I think they got a lot of promise. 
Um, you got some kid. You got Ubre. I mean, they got some guys. Uh, I mean, I don't think Baines is going to continue to hit forty six percent of his threes, but the guy yeah, he's been really a, good for them age, to spread the floor. At an age thirty two season from an undrafted center who, who started and he got his money Spurs. too. Yeah, his shot looks absolutely disgusting, but he is very efficient, a fantastic rebounder. He boxes out so his, his teammates can get boards. He's a high-usage player, and he's really filled in for Aiton, who should not have gotten fucking suspended for that. That was a big mistake on his part. The Suns need him. It's an 82-game season, 25 games out of 82. That's about 25%, if not more, I believe, probably 30 or so. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just quick maths. <laughs> quick maths. I'm not a fucking diabetic, but hey, give me some fucking beer. <laughs> And I see that our last topic, which I think is pretty interesting, is for in terms of the NBA, is regular season slash playoff structure. Does it need to be tweaked? And I was listening to uh, Mike Van Gundy the other yes. day on uh, NBA Live TV, and he was talking about how there have been some proposals that say that there should be some sort of a playoff between the teams that don't make the playoffs uh, to where if, if you win that tournament, then you get the top draft pick. My only problem is that the teams – closest to making the playoffs like the nine or the 10 seed in in terms of his methodology he was saying that they should get home court advantage throughout the playoffs and so that would make teams that aren't going to make the playoffs play harder throughout the entire season so you don't have anyone tank which is a good idea but then you have those teams constantly getting better while the worst teams never get the top draft but i like the idea i like where he's going i think i think with that it's just kind of different because you're that's changing something that's just been starting you know the, the draft lottery you're I think it would be a huge ratings drop. And I'm not – I don't want to get into NASCAR, but they did something very similar with – they had, like, a point system going on. And, they, I mean, like, again, I don't think we have a lot of NASCAR viewers, but well, – I think the NBA's already gonna done a good job of combating uh, oh, yeah. embracing the tank, as they say, already, compared to other sports by far. Yeah. And they're, no, they're NFL I mean, they've been transparent about awful. Right, uh, Goodell. Being Terry. Terry Goodell. Terry Goodell. Terry Goodell. I think Adam Silver, guy. if we're talking about commissioners, I mean, Best. he's done a great job. He's yeah, very he's uplifting. Awesome. He's done a good he's job. He's up there with, um, who's the baseball commissioner again? It was Bud Selig. Uh, yeah. I don't Forever. fucking know. I don't, Robert I really Manfred. Don't know. Yeah, Robert Manfred. Yeah, that's it. Um, I actually don't like the the structure of the regular season as it is now. I don't know about your structure, your that that uh, Mike Van Gundy proposition. I kind of like the soccer style point system. I believe we intim- implement a league wide tournament in the middle of the season, and the wins in the tournament count for more points. Say like each win would give you three points. They've already talked about that next year. Like I told you earlier, mid season cup. I think it would be interesting. I don't know if they can integrate all teams, who you leave out. They'd have to get some logistics figured out. Um, yeah, logistics I would be hard, so. but I think it would be fun. It'd be it's, interesting. It's really tough yeah. to say because I remember about years ago, the Milwaukee Bucks, they were a 40-42 and 42 team when they made the eighth seed, and they got dicked on by the Heat. And I think that's when that season, when you had a team that was below 500, and then the Western Conference, you had guys like the Jazz, the Suns, that were above 500, couldn't even make the playoffs. Full disclosure, I went Terry Bradshaw there for a second. I don't know if, know if you guys have watched him lately on pregame, but he is completely awful, and I promise I'm not 75 years old or however old he is. Stan. But I was actually was referring Stan. to Stan Van Gundy. So there's too many Van Gundys. Mike is Van Gundy Stan is Van the Gundy? coach of the Oklahoma State uh, Cowboys. So he's got a great flow, but he's not the one who came up with that um, structure. <laughs> so. I, I like that midseason tournament, but I also think that combining the playoff picture into the top 12 overall teams out of the 30, getting them in the tournament or uh, the playoffs would be. And I don't electric. think conference should matter. I think it should just be seed them top to bottom. And yeah. Let's yeah. Roll. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's They're combined. They're doing that once they get to the finals or the conference finals. 
There's so many. There's so really? many meaningless yeah. playoff series in the NBA, and it is just so painful to watch. I, feel like I think last year the biggest one stood out to be the most useless fucking one was the Orlando Magic, a team because that Eastern Conference, especially last year, was absolutely putrid. And you got a team, the Dallas Mavericks, who they had DJ Augustine. If you know who that is, he was a Heard draft pick. Draft pick in 09. He's been a backup point guard his entire career. Has never lived up to expectations when he came out of college. Okay. And you got a team that was playing the Toronto Raptors. They won a game. Okay. But the other four they lost, it was, it's just like the announcers for 12 to 20 minutes of ga- actual game time. Well, that's about an hour and a half. They're talking about other stuff. There's, it's playoff basketball. And they're not even talking. It's not even fun. It's not even a close game. So I think with stuff like that and ratings and then the productions of that, you do look into that. You I also I also believe that the NBA Finals should be the only series that goes to seven. Yeah. What would you prefer that the other the playoffs? Conference play? five. Conference five. What about? I think they're uh, talking about the first round being five, but that's yeah. already I mean, five. Five. It already is five. The first round of the NBA? NBA? No, it's, it's best to no, seven. It's MLB. They're all MLB is the only MLB's wild card. It takes so fucking long. NBA season ends in fucking June and July. It's a winter sport. Not it's going on too that, long. I mean, like, even some teams will be in the first round still, and they're already starting the second round. They're speaking at the points. So it's like, just fucking change it. Just well, fucking change it. I feel like we're... They're scared to change things so rapidly because well, yeah. you look like even if you look at the NCAA people college football playoffs, we go to four teams, and after the first year, people are like, oh, let's do six teams. Let's do eight teams. I mean, take it to a vote. Do what the public wants. That's how you're going to get your ratings. That's right. That's Why are precise. they so goddamn stubborn on their, like, what they're always, used to they're be? They're always some to sort of hierarchy that you have to result to and go to. It's like, well, this is how we've done it. This is how we... Then you have, some, you have some that's, old that's exactly whites up there. Too. You the NCAA is whites. the worst hierarchy in sports. Yeah. Jerry West. Some, Shout out Jerry West. No, you have some old whites who refuse to change. But, yeah, and to, to your point, I think that there needs to be less games, and I think one interesting idea is to have a play-in game similar to the NCAA tournament where you have, like, the 10 sure. or the 9 seed go against each other. Fuck it, I dude. guess it would be the it's 8 like and the, the 9 seed. It's like the wild card in baseball and now. I think it would be, yeah, I think it would be also, kind of interesting yeah. because it's a winner-take-all game, and Stan, Stan Van Gundy was actually saying that that was a bad idea because people wouldn't pay attention to it because you have two bad teams going against each other. But it's not about them being bad necessarily. It's about them being close in competitiveness to the point where it promotes a, a quality competitive contest. Kicks the playoffs Another off. thing yeah. that I've Let's, that I've let's be honest, though. Out of all the playoffs, how many games did you guys watch last season? Like, I mean, in the playoffs, how many games did you watch? I mean, when it was on, I've usually I but before last year, I usually watch almost all of them as as much as I can. But last year, I mean, just looking at the team stack, I mean, Toronto, like I said, Toronto versus Orlando, uh, it was just like these teams. You know, the you know who's going to win before the game is even played. Not so as much of the first round for sure, but later on, I mean, I'm glued. I, I'm, I'm watching yeah. after the first yeah, round. Yeah, I'd say semis, maybe some of the conference semis, and of course, if the Spurs making. Which speaking of. Is oh, our 22-year streak coming to an end? Oh, I don't know. You know, I hope I, not. I, I'm not counting Aldridge, this out yet. LaMarcus Aldridge is so inconsistent this year, and I think it's because he's older. He's 34, 35. One game he'll have 30 in the next. It's happened a couple times already where he, hey, he has a good game, a good game, and then he just fucking shits the bed, goes like one for 11. And I, I don't know what you do with an offense. Rudy Gay is out of his prime. Like, I mean, he's oh, watching, he should have retired years ago. Watching Rudy like Gay Mello. play at 34. He's he's never been an all star. I don't know why they thought he could deem the Memphis Grizzlies when he was there. It's just he's he's not the guy. They bring him off the bench and he's taking all the shots. Great last name though. Great last name. I think <laughs> I think there was a Sports Center anchor once that was like, yeah, I'm not a big gay guy, 
And then, like, <laughs> what a stupid set, fucking guy! Yeah, well, the other guys on the set just started cracking up, and it's like, ha, oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, oh, that's kind of gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question mark. <laughs> oh, we're moving on now. Oh no no! Yeah. I have a question for you guys. So I kind of brought it up on the Facebook page recently. The biggest surprise in the NBA this season, I don't think anyone's talking about. We we all kind of deemed it as the Suns. Because they came out of nowhere. And I thought the Hawks this said guy? at the beginning of the year were going to be really good. Because it's they, Troy Young. They've fallen off. I thought I you mean, were going to talk about for, your boy guy? Kendrick it Nunn. It was Kendrick Nunn. I, that yeah, guy's, I was about to say. Yeah, he just, they, the Miami Heat just won tonight. And they did get dicked by the uh, yeah. the 76ers. So that was that was. I wouldn't rough. even talk about the uh, Joel Embiid did not score a single point tonight. Wow. In a loss. Uh, by a five-point loss. Two? 96. I got to look it up. But he had 11 rebounds. 0 for 11. It was the Toronto Raptors. Wow, it's dang. Marcus Gasol. Too many Haskins double cheeseburgers it was not a, before yeah. the game. It was not yeah. a center's game. Marcus Gasol scored 3 in 35. Joel dang. scored 0 in 32 minutes. Jeez, Absolutely pitiful. That's, that's my today's. That's my NBA, Terry's Joel. Yeah, You're geez, an all-star, sure. averaging 25 a game. You're that dominant. You don't score a point. Especially when you talk so much shit. Absolutely. I mean, I remember with Carl. I mean, what treatment did we give Carmelo Anthony years ago when he was the Knicks? And he didn't. He scored like four points. ESPN was writing his ass like no one's business, saying he's washed up. Oh, and then he won a fucking scoring title the next year. Ooh. But I'm just saying. 35 to 6 now. Going Ravens, back to the Heat. Rams. Uh, the oh, Miami God. Heat. I mean, Rams suck. If yeah. you guys haven't, I would I would recommend watching. Can I watching change my a, pick on that? Who are they playing? Whoever they're playing, I take the other team. <laughs> Ravens have <laughs> the Niners at home. Even if they play the Raiders. I would recommend if you guys ever do, watch oh, a Miami. Rams. Watch the Miami Heat game because they, they fucking they play the, the ball. Wait, no, 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 they don't play the Bears. They, they play the Cardinals. Fuck yeah. you. I'm picking the Cardinals. Yeah, I might go Cardinals now. Fuck we're, the Cardinals. We are sport hopping like nobody's business. We are sport hopping. Yeah, okay, so we suck. we have another. Uh, we're kind of running close on time here. Yeah, we have we're a, not going to make it to cricket. Damn. That's <laughs> or badminton. Uh, we had a discussion question posted. Um, we are closing out the decade. The 2010s are coming to an end. Oh, Who is your LeBron? Who is your who is the best most influential player in the 2010s and who do you think will be that in the 2020s? I'll let you two gentlemen so scholars I, talk. I I think if you go best player overall, probably got to go LeBron. Mm-hmm. Influential, Steve Ragsdale also thinks uh, thinks the same with LeBron. So influential, as most people should. Influential, I think it could be Steph Curry. Uh, just because we have not seen a shooter change the game like that in such a long time. And, you know, he had great talent around him. Don ever. Bailey I and mean, Steve. yeah, he's the best shooter ever. Don Absolutely. Bailey and Steve thought Steph was uh, influential as well. So. so, I mean, I think you could go either way. Overall, probably LeBron. LeBron. As much I, as I would have to agree. to say that. Yes. Right, the, the finals run. Uh, I mean, he was in the finals all but – one year in the that last 20 decade? was it was it 2013 it was, it was just this last season was the first time yeah was it 2013 when we just needed one defensive rebound as, as from the spurs oh yeah one yeah ray yep. allen oh shot. dude that made me sick we, we dominated in that finals too and then we did it well, of course we had already done it to him we made ourselves a terry it was bad well i don't think so i mean i think that's what kind of diminishes lebron's greatness and grant and i have been around around about this is that kyrie irving Kind of won my finals. Yeah, it's one game. LeBron's got the whole body of work, whatever. But ultimately, it came down to Ray Allen making a shot, to Kyrie Irving making a big shot. And if they don't make them, I don't think they win any of those Important finals. plays happen every finals by someone else in the main game. It's guy. supposed so to be point. the main Kobe guy. Kobe got a ring because of Metal World uh, Peace okay. and fucking Sasha Vujicic. 
Exactly. Robert Ory's could say a lot in this conversation. Robert Ory's got seven goddamn rings. And he made could a dick lot. any of us down for free. Big shot, Rob. Do you remember that that old team basketball that the Spurs used to play where they moved the ball like crazy? It was magic. They still do. They're just not as talented. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting into with the Heat. That's what they're doing right now. Their ball movements. Boltra's a great coach. So, oh, he does a yeah. phenomenal job. And it's it's a team with one all-star with Jimmy, Bu- Jimmy Butler on it. I mean, and he's not even taking a lot of shots. You got the godfather, Pat Has Riley. Has Drogic been an all-star? Drogic was an all-star, I think, two years ago. And he comes off the bench for that nun guy who's an undrafted rookie. He comes off the bench? Comes off the bench really? for a nun, oh, undrafted huh. rookie. Nuns have 18 a game. Yeah. And that team, they move the – they're 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 12 and 4 right now. His name is nun, but he does a lot. Kendrick. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Kendrick. All about the names tonight. So a good team. I'd watch for them. Continue. So best player going forward now, 2020s. Who you guys got? LeBron. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. And <laughs> I'm gonna say my fucking. Oh boy. <laughs> I think the most influential of this decade for me, um, I want to say LeBron because he absolute tear. Uh, he's going to he's the just kind of in the middle though. Like he was 2000s you know, yeah, and 2010s. I mean, you can't. It's the safe pick. Who's your 2020s, though? 2020, I want to say Giannis. I think he's going to change the game. I think he's still so young. I think he's got it. I, I, got I agree. Game. He is a freak, man. Doncic, Booker, Antetokounmpo. I think they're going to be Booker. really good. I'm actually kind of yeah. shocked with the Booker comment. I had, Why do you say Booker? Because, I mean, the Suns, now they're somewhat competent, and he's still the best player on the team. And now that he actually has people, like you said, that can spread the ball around, right. I mean, he's just had that much more opportunity. And the other night, I had 35, 12, and 9, and I think he was the youngest player coming into the NBA during his draft season. So he's still only 22, 23, and he's got a big contract, and I think he's going to live up to it. He's, I mean, like I said, not only is he producing the stats, but he's also extremely efficient which I think is one of the most important statistics that gets overlooked just because you look at the volume, but, I mean, his efficiency has just been crazy. Right. Wheelie? I, I think it's Luca. Guy's 20 years old. Grant talks about the age. I mean, 20 years old, and I think he changes. That's impressive. And there's been a lot of things going on the NCAA just being assholes to make things change, but I think we see a shift from young kids going to college for a year in the NBA to going overseas, making some money. Lamello. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Lamello. And he's, he's he had a triple double. Yeah. He did. yeah. I think Lamello is going to be a lot better than we give him credit for. And I'm sorry to interrupt on with a 50 ball tonight. Oh it's the my. best defense in basketball, the Utah jazz. He's my second pick. I think Kawhi could be up in there. He's only 28 and Trey young as well. I think Booker's a good pick too. Uh, wow. as Grant said, but I, just how young this dude is, and I think the shift he is going to make I just makes him more of a LeBron type for the 2020s. I think he's better at 20 than LeBron was at 20. We'll never see it. I, I would agree it. with that. He's already played professional basketball. That's true. I guess LeBron, LeBron came out did in the NBA, but, I mean, this guy, since he never played college ball. Uh, I, don't think, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you can quite add those together because they yeah. came from two different complete <clears throat> worlds. I mean, you right. said Doncic's professional and LeBron right out of high school. Grant, wants to, Grant wants to, to speak. To, to, Grant to be fair, I think, pants. I mean, we're only 16 games in, so let's, you know, put Chill. put the foot on the on the brake a little LeBron bit. Fan. But now, something that I do find solace in, I have to admit, I'm a little worried that he is better than LeBron, but LeBron has been doing this for <laughs> 17 years, so Doncic just does have a while to produce the same consistent statistical output that LeBron has for, like I said, a decade and a half. I, so. Do we think 
Doncic could overtake Dirk as the best man of all time. I mean, if he oh. stays there, yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, Cuban's going to dish out the money. I, so I thought it was super funny when someone asked him the other night why the Mavs' defense is so much better. He was like, "Well, you know, we did have Dirk last year on defense, which made it pretty <laughs> tough." I was like, "That's pretty funny." Freaking uh, statue out there. Yeah. So I not mean, not only is he great at basketball, but he's also charming. So that's, I don't. If if he was a craft beer, I'd rate him like a nine. Eight. Twenty years old, sixteen games yeah, in or not. <laughs> going off he's his not smell. Even old to drink. He's, yeah, right. He's yeah, a craft going, beer. Going off his smell and his nickname, huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's got to have a good nickname somewhere. Luka Doncic. So there was another take on there, or who was talking about top fives? Um, oh, I that I, I sent that out in the group chat, and I it was just a horrendous top five. I don't even want to read the guy's top five. So I, mean, I have a top five right now serious. and a top five when healthy. Okay. okay. That's a good I like that. So serious. top five right now playing day in, day out. Gotcha. Kawhi, Giannis, Harden, Luca, and LeBron is my number five. When healthy, I have Kawhi, KD, Giannis, Harden, Steph. I forgot about KD to be fair. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say Giannis is number one. He was the reigning MVP. Okay. 50 ball tonight helps. Oh, my God. And he made 13 free throws and made three three-pointers. If, he could, so if he that guy finds out game. how to shoot, oh, my goodness. He was three for eight from three tonight against a really good defensive jazz team. Uh, number two, you know, I'm going to say LeBron. He's, he's holding up to it this year. He's really showed up. And Grant, you're going to love me for that. I better get some post-podcast I, I mean, smooches, I, make-out sesh, see bonus content. You would have gotten that no matter what. Grant kisses me. CBQBs.com. Exclusive footage. This is why we don't get ads on Google. Yep, because I talk about my friend Grant kissing me. It's worth it. James Harden at number three. That guy is unbelievable on offense. I don't think he holds up on defense. That's why he's at number three. Yep. Number four, Kawhi Leonard does it on both sides. You can't. He doesn't do it the best on offense. I think he does it the best on defense, but because of his not lack of offense, but the comparability to the others ahead of him, he's at number four. And I'm going to go with what Wheatley's saying here about Dantich. I think Dantich is number five. I think he has shown up, and I think at 20 years old, He's the real fucking deal. I hope to God he stays healthy because he is fun to watch. So crafty, athletic, great shooter, great on defense, and he's a very impactful teammate in that locker room. Sure. Uh, fuck, I have been so far out of the loop since the Spurs have been good. And have had Tony Parker. They're down by 13 league. right now to God the Lakers. Give us a top three. LeBron with 30. Um, I'd have to say uh, Giannis, number one. Number two, like this Doncic fella. Number three, Kawhi Leonard. When healthy, KD in that top three or no? uh, probably I don't top have five. The, I don't have KD top, top five, five, not top yeah, three. Yeah, I think I even K- when healthy, K- I, I think KD's when old man ish. I now. think he'll be different when he comes back. I think back, he'll back be Finals like MVPs, yeah. guys. Yeah, but he's uh, playing for a different team now. You you were look smothering look Steph. You were smothering Steph. You were smothering Clay. You can't smother three people. Listen, Kyrie Irving's been out of the loop for the Nets recently, and I think the Nets played tonight. Let me take a look here. I mean, to be fair, he's six eleven, so he always has an advantage over anyone who's guarding him, but. If you can shoot like uh, that at 6'11", my one through five is all LeBron. So I mean, we you get, guys already went, so we don't need to have comments on that. How, how long is feel, his penis? But dang, you're not I even gonna give AD really any credit. Did you just I, I, he would have, he would be in the top size. five for that too. It, all five of them. AD top five biggest dicks in the NBA. Underwood. Number one, Spencer Dinwiddie. He, he can get honorable mention, but anyway. So I have a couple of other comments. Mike one, Mike James Bibby. Harden is extremely good at offense, but I hate watching him play. I've watched him play a couple times this season, and obviously I've watched him before, but. All that guy does is draw fouls, which he's amazing at it, but it, it's just so annoying to watch their offense because it's just so isolation-based, and there's no movement of the ball. 
it I almost want to call it not real basketball, but I mean I think that that would be going that's a bit far. Of, I mean, are we, he, are we talking he's James playing Harden? in a different way. It's different. Correct. It's different. James Harden. Yeah. James Harden. And then my other comment is is so do you guys when you try to calculate who is the, the best player in the league or your top players in the league, do you think that their ability to stay on the floor should be factored into that? I mean, hundred percent. So do you think that KD may not be in the top five just because he is a little bit more vulnerable to injuries? I wouldn't even say – I wouldn't go that far. I mean, KD has always been an on-the-court kind of guy. He's just, he just – didn't tear his ACL in the finals? Like, can't really stop That's. That. I mean, that's why I have a, a couple separate lists. I do see what you're saying, but for me, we've and we've talked about it extensively tonight, the weight of the postseason – and the guy who I have number one on both my lists, he he performs. Kawhi Leonard performs in the postseason. The regular season, Le, I mean, LeBron's made it a point that the regular season doesn't even matter that much to me. Um, we've talked about it in the past, him resting it and all that. It doesn't, man. It's so it, boring. It doesn't. And and like he, like he said, I mean, you have a team that goes 40 and 42 playing the Raptors, who are the bench champions. Like, who wants to watch I, that? I think, so. I think this came from me thinking about Doncic's future and thinking about, A, ways that LeBron can end up better than him, but, B, <laughs> so if he does ha- struggle with injuries, I mean, he's had this great run, but it, it's obviously going to devalue how good he's done. And it's, I mean, it's a yeah. shame for any player that has to go through that. And, I mean, there have been some players that have been drafted one or two overall. Hadn't, I mean, Greg Oden, not that he was going to be great anyway, but, I mean, his whole career was derailed by injuries. So it's just, it's just interesting to see what alternative reality would happen if you think about it if players didn't get injured. So. I like to think of that with Brandon. Derrick Rose. That brings up a great yeah, topic. Yeah, and definitely. I'd like now that you brought that up, I'd like to ask you guys, um, top three players, had they not got injured from 2000, probably 2000 until now? And I'll just name some names out there for you. Brandon Roy. Brandon, yeah, I was about to say Brandon yeah. Roy. Derrick Rose. I mean, he had a couple me. really good years. Roy so, was absolutely yeah. a, he was awesome. a monster. Uh, Greg yeah. Ode, you could talk about him. Yeah. Um, I would go as far as say Andrew Bynum maybe because that guy was pretty scary yeah. his All Star season, and when he went to Philadelphia, everyone thought, "Oh, Bynum to Philadelphia." Mm-hmm. He never played a game for them, but I just remember the hype around that fucking guy. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, "This fucking guy's going to take us somewhere." Yep. Yeah, didn't end up happening. I mean, Grant Hill wasn't as good in the NBA because and of what's injuries. Crazy about Penny Grant Hardaway, Hill. yeah, Hardaway. I mean, especially. Yeah. What's crazy about Grant Hill is he was limited to his full potential, but he still maxed out a really long career. He played. Yeah. Yeah, for like twenty fucking years, and he was I think still his very effective. First four or five years, he averaged twenty points a game. So I mean, he still he had an stunned. okay career, but oh, it was, just could have been was, even better oh, with he how he, been how he was in college. So okay, let's name our favorite NBA player of all time. Uh, I mean, do I need to? Let's go okay, LeBron. Skip Grant. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I have one that could have fit on this list, and he you wouldn't really think of him as hurt that much because he still ended up having a good career, kind of like Grant Hill. But I was a huge T Mac fan. I Trace McGrady. If he didn't have back spasms and knee problems, he could have been gone down as one of the greats. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Top I 10 all time. He could have gone is down he your favorite all of all time? Yeah, T-Mac's my favorite player of all time. As big a Spurs fan as I am, hmm? love T-Mac. For me, I'm going to go with two names, and I'm going to explain both of them as to why, because they're different. Because you guys are picking like some really like heavyweight players. For me, playing, I played basketball, obviously, my whole life. And my inspiration to basketball was I loved shooting. And so I was a big Kyle Korver guy, huge Kyle Korver guy. He's, I would say he's probably my favorite of all time because I looked up to him. I, I really – I tried to put my game after him because I was just all about shooting the three-pointers. I wanted to do it, and I practiced. I looked at footage. I watched him. I've always been hyped for him. So, And to see him still playing, and he was an all-star a couple of years ago, I was just really hyped for him. And I'm going to also say Gordon Hayward because I, I met him 
what his rookie season, I've always just followed his career. And it's just a shame to see what's happened in his career. I mean, to be an all-star in Utah, gets this nice contract with Boston, you know, that obviously that terrible fall. And then he just he just broke his hand recently. The guy can't catch a break. He started off this season like an all-star, like how we, we saw in Utah. And it's just a shame. So I'm going to go with Kyle Korver, Gordon Hayward, for those retrospect reasons. Speaking of Utah, we haven't talked about Donovan Mitchell at all, and I think he's averaging 30 points he's a game this season. Close. So it'll be interesting, yeah, to see if Back he can sustain that. Back to 2017 for him. Yeah, I mean, another really good young player. Gobert had seven blocks the other night. That defense is absolutely oh, astonishing. I love Gobert, dude. Gobert, I love him to death. I got his jersey when he was, he was a late first-round pick, and I saw him, and I, I won his jersey. I got his jersey when he was a rookie, when he was playing 20 games of that rookie season. I'm, I'm so proud of him, how he, he really worked hard. He's a guy out of France, seven foot two. Didn't have a lot of tools with him because he could, couldn't score on offense. Couldn't Didn't have any post sure. moves. Jump shot, no free throws. To turn out the career he has had so far, a couple Defensive Player of the Year awards, very impressive yep. from a late first-round draft pick that was traded from Denver, like Mitchell, by the way. Denver, hand of the Jazz some picks. Thank you, Denver. Denver's not worried about it, though. They're really not <laughs> worried about it. But still, I, 12 think, and three, I like to think about how great Denver would be if they had Gobert right. and Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, shit, that'd be a power. Um, Latrell, let's hear your favorite player. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Why? That's a good pick. Let's hear it. Three-point shooting. Did you play uh, basketball in high school? or I did not. I, I've always had fun playing basketball. And never really I played. I remember we played together when you took a lot of fucking threes. But yeah, I did ins- too. Inspiration, man. Yeah, man. I love Reggie Miller. See, I'm, I'm kind of opposite of you, you guys jumper. because I always like to shoot, and, you know, I kind of gravitated towards the shooters a little bit because I never knew I was – or I knew I was never going to be able to dunk a ball. Mm. Like, I'd play NBA Live and just – yam on people and with Trace McGrady so I was like oh he's freaking awesome I can never do that I he threw down my first play. dunk the other day in two years that's awesome at Berkshire yeah, yeah never have I ever do, you. Yeah. do we cool. have pics of this or? yeah we need video yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're going, hey if you go to Berkshire I'll we gotta, you. this is yeah. also yeah. I mean Let's the viewers I, I, this isn't coming from me I just saw a couple tweets so I mean, they're demanding evidence at least put it on the snap for us to see we could put it on our website cbqbs.com exclusive heck yeah we'd probably be able to advertise on Google I gotta make I gotta make it out there now all right, guys. We are close. Uh, we're we're nearing. Wait, were you on in a- your video? NBA white guy. Is this version two? <laughs> <laughs> we're nearing an hour and a half. So, uh, any closing remarks for this week? Well, Anything I think to we have to have before we go. Oh, we need the Terry of the exactly. week. Exactly. You got you. But I got to stand up for this, folks. And once again, the Terry of the fucking week, the third week, the Terry. Who was the first Terry Latrell? Philip Rivers. Phil Rivers. Yeah. Right. The second was, guess what? That's right. Fucking that fucking Papa guy. George from, Pappas. George, George Pappas, Pappas from, yeah. from Monmouth. Yeah. Fuck that guy. KU dicked him down. He dunked on him. Who's the third fucking Terry? Let's I don't start. know. Let's with that with that electric thing that that you did just now, I think oh, you man. actually have the power of the vote this week. Ooh. We, we really I didn't throw too many out there. Fucking vote. Fuck. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go biased you because I'm so shocked with Joel Embiid tonight. Zero points. It was a developing. It was developing during the fucking. But of podcast. the week though, uh, zero points from a superstar player like that and a loss to the Raptors against Marcus Saul, who's thirty-five and fat and old. His brother just got released by the Trailblazers. Terry. Joel Embiid, Terry of the fucking week. Fuck you, man. And you talk a lot of shit too. Didn't score a bucket. We basically aren't reaching a consensus at all. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that took my whole vote. I think Rudolph's great pick. I like Dwayne Haskins still. We didn't really go Grant into and I, too much detail Grant besides I don't in think the NFL. So Grant and I don't think Dwayne Haskins deserves. I really it. like the Raiders, honestly. I mean, I don't like the Raiders, but okay. as a Terry, 
what you're going to do. Pick. I could as go I could go Rudolph, but it's a little more than a week. It was 10 days of hell for that guy. I could benched. go Mason Rudolph. He might have said the N-word. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if, I mean, if, if, you're getting, if you're getting accused of it, I mean, that's still a net negative. I don't, I don't think a week he really later, did. though. Yeah, yeah, I don't think true. he really did. Miles Garrett probably would have said it the night of. The whole did. town of Pittsburgh hates him now. 50K when he's probably not on that good of a contract. Hit in the head with a helmet. Four picks. <laughs> Four picks. Gets oh. benched against the 0-10 Bengals. Do we go Mason Rudolph this week? Oh, my God. Mason Never Rudolph mind. for the turn. Mason Rudolph. It is Mason Rudolph. It was almost you last week, folks. Our Mason, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You got and over the hill you, this week, buddy. You couldn't escape as, the Terry. As for final comments, Michigan's going to beat Ohio State this weekend. Okay, guys. Oh, I got to give a shout-out to Jordan Mitchell for sharing our Facebook post that Ooh. Andrew promised a shout-out for my beautiful girlfriend. Please... Share, retweet, comment, like our posts. We love interacting with you guys. It gives us content to talk about, and it makes the show that much better. And my uh, girlfriend's mom, Lara Mar. <laughs> Thank you for sharing as well. Uh, but, yeah, no. Google won't let us push our advertising because uh, of some potty mouth and some beer. So don't know wonder who, who that's from. Yeah. Who you're talking about? My final comment: I'd like to say thanks, Will Chamberlain, for having sex with twenty thousand <laughs> yeah. women. You dirty dog! Did uh, you know, on average, if he would have went from the age of eighteen to fifty-five, and he had to get to twenty thousand, it'd be one point four women he would have had fucked per day. That's wow. amazing numbers. That's you. I told who was that guy that asked for Will Chamberlain? Uh, hold on, Steven Gonzalez. Yeah. My yes, Steven. Steven shout Gonzalez. out to you. I told you I'd come through with some butt sex from Will Chamberlain. That's more than I've had in 24 years, bro. I've never hugged a girl. All right, boys. Good show. I've never hugged a girl. We're done. Good show. See you next week. Will you hug me, Grant? There you go. I thought we were gonna do more than that. Cuddle sesh. All right. Go. See yeah, you, folks.